Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for us at keyword World Talk Radio. The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. program of Positive Book Talk, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have a lot to live up to. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we hope you are ready to be inspired, uplifted, and are ready to soar to greatness because this is a show to help you define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future. We want you to explore your potential and embrace all the possibilities. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Store. Get a head start on holiday shopping and buy autograph books for everyone on your list. Visit StarStyleRadio.com and click on Store. The Miracle Moment is from John Fitzgerald Kennedy. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. How true that is. And in today's mm-hmm. show, Heather and I are going to talk about something that is uh, coming very, uh, everybody's out there doing it, and we're going to talk about smart shopping. <laughs> Segment two brings you Robert Margetic and how to survive the coming retirement storm. And all the way from France, Nad Phillips shares his book, The Work Life Project, the women's edition. So we have a power-packed hour for you. A quick reminder that the 8th Annual National Essay Contest sponsored by U.S. Bank is happening right now. For guidelines and to enter, go to btsya.com or bethestarur.org. You can win dollars, a guest spot on the radio show, books, and more. Again, those websites, btsya.com or bethestarur.org. The initials are just the initials of the charity. Well, um, I am not a big fan of shopping, whether it is window shopping or grocery shopping or especially holiday shopping. It's always been a chore for me. It's kind of a tug of war between 
the way I'd rather just create things myself or be minimalistic and, you know, the desire to have some nice things. The only thing I've ever really enjoyed shopping for is plants, garden gadgets, and then working with my interior design clients to decorate their interiors. But in the midst of all the shopping drama, I feel that there is peace by looking ways to spend frugally in a way that benefits the local economy and the environment and, of course, your conscience. And Heather is our greatest smart shopper. She, too. You share my feeling about shopping, right, Heather? Mm-hmm, 100%. <laughs> I guess neither of us got that shopping gene. You know, it's so funny because women always come up to me and say, oh, don't you just love shopping? Or how about we go to lunch and go shopping? And it's like that It would be like the most horrible day I can imagine. The lunch sounds okay, but going shopping. So I'm going to just give out uh, one idea before Heather starts for a memorable gift. And I would say before you head out of the house, make sure to grab some canvas bags that, uh, you know, you either have them in your closet or you can order them from Carmony Collection. Heather makes these beautiful Carmony, which is Karma and Harmony blended together canvas bags that are environmentally um, not only correct, they're, they're just wonderful because you are not wasting. So go to CarmonyCollection.com and they're handcrafted. So that is kind of great. You can, you know, you can hide what you purchase, making you less of a target for holiday mm-hmm. thieves. So Heather, I'm going to let you take it away because when it comes to being a smart shopper, you know all the ropes. Yeah, well, you know what's funny is that we're, as women, you and I are just not shoppers, but the men in our life really seem to be, <laughs> I, um, I'm really, I love the grocery You can say store. that again. Your dad is, I mean, his favorite thing, he'll, he'll be gone for a whole day, and he doesn't matter if it's window shopping or just cards or knickknacks, it makes me crazy. Yeah, no, and it's crazy too. I've, I love the grocery store. I, as, you know, we, we touched on before about coupons and how coupons used to be, you know, sort of like an embarrassment. I'm using a coupon and now it's very savvy and they have, they even have shows about competitive couponing or whatever. And all these various websites now that, you know, the Groupon, the Living Social, the Zozi, the Travel Zoo of, um, you know, getting great things at discount prices, and especially right now, especially this crazy economy and with the holidays coming up, that people still, you know, still want to give gifts or do things, um, but it's on tighter budgets. And so my first thing is really checking out those websites. Everyone, because now um, they become so competitive, because there is so many, it isn't a monopoly. There isn't just one Groupon kind of thing. There's all these sites where you can get discount stuff, they've kind of upped the ante and getting more and more extravagant things at crazy discounts. And during the last week, there was the big Black Friday, which I did not venture out, even though there's, you see there have crazy deals, and those really are um, great deals. Some things are are uh, surprisingly are offered like all month long, so you really need to look into it. But certain things like the Black Friday, they would only offer them during uh, particular times. But because there's certain people like you and myself who um, I, I do the shopping, I want to do things online. I want to do the online shopping. That way I don't have to, I can take the time. I can be in my sweatpants, you know, looking at everything, going through stuff. And they have a lot. And of really look at, great- think of all the gas that you save. 
Exactly. Exactly. Think of that. Think if you're not waiting in line, you're not getting the picked over, the people being hassled. Of online deals, they had so Black Friday. There's the Black Friday, and then there was support local business Saturdays, and then there was Cyber Mondays. So, um, really tuning into those. And right now, you know, I'm breathing over these things, and they're offering a lot of deals online, even without you know these um, coupon centers. Just uh, places are really, as I said, it's a competitive market right now. Everyone wants your business, especially the holiday time. So definitely check out online deals. But also something a really fun, a great gift, and is checking out these coupon discounted sites because they'll offer you know spa treatments or you know actual clothes or gadgets or things like that. So you can save you know fifty to ninety percent on things. Um, it's something you know it's better than giving just that gift card. You can actually be giving a service, or you know they have actual discounts on gift cards, so you can buy you know for fifteen dollars, thirty dollars you know, the clothing store of your choice, and then you can go buy someone something, and they won't ever know that, you know, you got it even cheaper. Um, also something I'm a big fan of, of, you know, the places like Roth, I love to say, I, I, that is one store I venture into that I do like. However, it can have a little bit of the stress of there's so much stuff and stuff getting picked over, but they have great stuff that gets sent from department stores. Also, there's a place called Nordstrom's Rack, which is everything from Nordstrom's, but I don't know if it's just last season or what, but I, the times I've gone there, I feel highly validated when I'm buying something, you know, at $20, it still has the original Nordstrom uh, uh, tag, you know, on it that was $100. So really, you know, keeping those things, um, mine is just so I wanted to jump in, Heather, and just say something about gift cards because I meant to say it when you were talking about it there. And that is, you know, before you give a gift card, make sure it's a gift card to something that somebody really wants because Mm. the statistics are like something like 65% of all gift cards are never redeemed. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, and people lose them and all that. So make sure that people want it. It might be better to give them one gift card as opposed to 10 gift cards to, you know, different places that they're not going to go know, And to. that's something that used to be the old, you know, and I'm not, I think gift cards are great, especially, especially if people want, or, you know, if someone says, I don't, you know, they're a hard person to get for, get them, they make Visa gift card, get them a Visa, that sort of thing, you know, I I know you're a picky person, like, and just, you know, a great thing, make it a really personal card, saying, you know, I want to get you something that you really want. Um, also, you know, if you take that risk, if you're getting some, if you feel better getting them an item, um, but you're not, you know, I, I think I learned the greatest thing recently. My boyfriend got me a bracelet and I loved it, but I wasn't in love, you know, I liked it, but didn't love it. And he gave me the, the gift receipt for it and said, you know, I wanted to get you something. I knew you liked something like this. But I didn't really know exactly what, so I, I'm not offended for you to return. I want you to, to return this and get something you really like. And now I returned it and got something I love, and I wear it every single day. It's the jewelry. Um, so if, think about that, you know, about including a gift That's receipt. That's a really good point, you know, to include the gift receipt. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, and people, and, and be aware to not be offended of, um, cause I still, you know, I, that I, what I exchanged it for, I say, this is what he got me. And because it is mine, that is what he got me. Also something to keep in mind too, um, if you do purchase, um, you know, something from those discounted, uh, websites, Groupon or similar to, um, there, there was a law passed, I don't know, in the last 10 years about 
gift cards because gift cards, um, it's like real cash, and they used to have expiration dates, and that caused a huge uproar because they're being viewed as cash if you lose them non-refundable. So there's this whole thing now that gift cards um, never expire. So what something to keep in mind when you're buying those Groupons, those living socials, though the deal may expire, you may buy for $15 a $50 dinner for two at, you know, XYZ restaurant. Well, it's going to have an expiration date. It may say, you know, it expires December 2012. So that deal expires, but whatever you spent on it never does. So even though the $50 for dinner has expired, that $10 you originally purchased from um, never expired. So keep that in mind because that's another thing, speaking of gift cards never being redeemed, a lot of times people don't read that fine print that it, that whatever money you spent is still good. And that goes for anything. If you buy a hotel purchase with those sites, um, that's always good. And if, if you even years later go to redeem it and if the place that it's purchased um, does not says, oh, no, you know, we, we can't use, you know, your $10 for it, whatever site you purchase from will give you your full refund on it. So you know, I think that price. is such a good point because I actually was going through stuff and I found four different gift certificates to restaurants that expired like five years ago. But, but I guess they didn't expire. Because I don't think they can expire, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's me. And especially the thing is now in this electronic age where you're buying things from these sites, um, the deal expires. If it's bought at a discount, the deal will expire. But whatever money put forward to it um, is considered like gift card money. And um, if the place refuses to um, accept it, Whatever site you purchase from will give you the full refund of it. And then again, that's so big because they're making so much money. Because so many times people have, I know until I found out about it, I was in a rush to use something and oh my gosh, this expired. I was so bummed. And then I, I read their thing and I'm like, oh my God, awesome. And realized, though, I may not have $30 towards um, this place now. I still have that original, you know, 15 bucks. So, really, you know, keep that in mind. And if you give something like that, let um, the person you give it to be aware of that well. And, again, and make sure it's something they want. No one, you know, that you don't want to give them something um, that's more towards yourself than towards them because it will expire. And most likely they won't even try to use, you know, try to get that extra little thing for it. Um, I just wanted to say a couple other things that people that are good, too, is if you don't know what to get people sometimes is you could um, make a donation to charity in the name of a person. And then also a really good idea is to buy locally, you know, because the community where you're from, the tax base, when you buy in your own community, the taxes stay there. So you're helping boost the economy and you're supporting your local merchants. So whenever possible, buy in your own area because that's really a good idea. And then sometimes you want to just kind of think outside of the box as far as um, as gifts go. And how about something that's handmade? I just remember that's what we always did was handmade things, and they were so special. And now that we're going back to green, you know, the green movement, maybe that's something that we should think about again. Well, we're kind of coming to the end here, Heather. So give us one last thought and wind it up. Yeah, I'm loving all this. It's a great thing, too, about giving um, to charity because, as we always say, when you give to others, you give to yourself. 
And there's something really special about that. Choosing a charity that means, you know, if you've had someone in your life affected by breast cancer, of donating with your, you know, your friend, I donated in um, your name. Something, another thing, too, if you're powerful about youth education and the empowerment of youth, donating to Be The Star You Are, or how about the power of reading? You know, say to be a reader, to be a leader, you must be a reader. And with the holiday season coming up, why not put a, a great book under the Christmas tree? So to check out all of this, we want you to go to BeTheStarYouAre.org, BeTheStarYouAre.com, as well as ComedyClutches.com, both with a K, where you can get those canvas bags and you can shop locally. That's perfect. All right, well, we hope that you will sh- uh, shop smartly. And when we come back from break, we're going to get some extra help with planning for retirement with financial expert Robert Marjadic and his new book, How to Survive the Coming Retirement Storm. So for all of you who are out there thinking of retirement, and we all will retire one day, this is a book that you're going to want information from. So stay with us. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We'll be right back. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be The Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org All donations are tax-deductible. www.bethestarur.org Be the lucky star This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR, 925-377-STAR. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Be the star you are. You are the star. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. You'll find all you need in a life that's Well, thank you so much for 
Christine here on Star Style, the star you are, where the world comes to talk and to listen. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and every week I bring you the pioneers on the planet who are making a difference, contributing to the common good, and changing the way we think, we live, we work, and we play in a very positive way. Well, when we retire, we can be sure that the times are going to be much different than they were for our parents or grandparents. Ours is going to involve a lot of uncertainty and quite a bit of risk. Investment advisor, co-founder and president of WealthNet, Robert Margetic, offers a five-step process for success in volatile times with his book, How to Survive the Coming Retirement Storm. Welcome, Robert, to Star Style. Be the star you are. Well, thank you. It's great to be here, Cynthia. Well, I have to tell you, this book is all dog-eared and marked up because there's so much information in here, Robert, that um, I, you know, I mean, I can't even, I can't even take it all in in one in one read. You have to read this several times, right from the get-go in chapter one. You kind of dissect what is causing the coming storm. It's partly that we're living longer lives, that there has been big financial meltdowns. Home prices, of course, have uh, imploded, and there's been a lot of foreclosures. The Social Security and Medicare are in trouble. Uh, Corporations are going bankrupt. Pensions are disappearing. There's debt everywhere. You know, it really sounds dire, yet you are offering some good advice in here that if we can survive what's coming, then we'll have this new retirement formula. Tell us what's going on and what are some of the first steps, Robert, that all of us need to look at. One of the things that's a lot different now that we're facing, uh, especially the baby boom generation or the people over 40, is that expectations and um what we thought were going to happen isn't going to happen. So there were all these great things that made retirement and living a longer life much more secure for our parents and grandparents, and now the world's just kind of going kablooey in some ways. And so what's beginning to happen is that some things that we were able to count on we necessarily can't count on, and we need to, as it is a storm, it's a matter of preparing for it. It doesn't mean that you can't go out and do things. It doesn't mean you can't live the retirement you want. It just means you're going to have to pay more attention uh, to some of the details, and you're going to have to take more responsibility for uh, managing your financial affairs. And if you can learn some of the newer skills or techniques that you need to do to manage your way through the storm, you should be able to have uh, a retirement that's financially secure and you're able to accomplish the things that you want. Uh, One of the things that is a lot different is if you're, about 60 years old, you got a husband and wife, there's a you know very high likelihood one of you going to live to age 90. So now you have to think, what am I going to do for 30 years if I don't have a job, and how am I going to manage money for 30 years without a paycheck? Uh, this requires a, a, a different mindset, and that's what I think if people can begin to learn those skills and shift, that they can empower themselves and take control over this part of their life. And it's never too early to start planning for the retirement. And that's something that I really think is important that comes out of the book. Because because uh, I know, you know, when you're in your 20s or your 30s or your 40s, it, retirement just seems so far away. It doesn't seem like it's ever going to happen. It's like, ah, who cares? You know, that's for old people. But the reality is, is that it goes by very quickly. Now, you have... You have something you call it L-Pod, Longevity Pod, and it's for long lifers. So tell us what does that mean and and how we can 
use some of your formulas and systems that you talk about in how to survive the coming retirement storm to be a long lifer and to live, you know, in retirement in comfort. Is the concept of a long lifer comes in when you're trying to keep yourself oriented and focus on where you want to go. You need almost an an outside ideal that you can model yourself after, and this is where the long lifer comes in. It's the ideal retirement, somebody who's taking care of themselves personally, socially, physically, intellectually, financially, all this stuff comes together, which is ideally what we want to be able to do. We want to be able to live a very full, fulfilled life in, in the last great stage of our life. And then in order to keep all these different pieces together, because now we're thinking health care, we're thinking uh, friendships, we're thinking grandkids, we're thinking where we're going to move, where we're going to travel, how all this stuff fits together, and we, in a sense, create our own retirement web. And one thing's linked to another, and this is where I think a lot of people get confused because there's just a lot of moving pieces. So what the LPOD does is it tries to give you that 40,000-foot view, a nice overlay, in a sense, the picture of your retirement puzzle, and you get that picture in your mind, and it will help keep you oriented. Uh, we're now with the storm. It's like putting a puzzle together on a hammock in the backyard in a windstorm, so the pieces are flying all over. But if you don't know what the puzzle looks like, you can't put it back together. And so what the L-Pod is, in a sense, to try to give a mnemonic device, something that people can picture in their heads to gain the first degree of control over their retirement. And then the uh, the L-Pod, a pod just being kind of a secure environment, is mimicked after how you would drive a car. And so what we have in the book is the steering wheel is uh, is reference to your decision-making. You can decide to go left, go right, straight ahead. You can uh, accelerate your spending. You can break your spending. Uh, you've got warning lights on the dashboard that tell you when you're in trouble and you're not in trouble. And as you kind of put this together, you can have a fairly simple one-page device that is your dashboard that will tell you whether or not you're on track or going off track. And you get this feedback today where you can make a decision today to help yourself rather than waiting 15 years from now going, hey, where'd all my money go? We're talking with Robert Margetic. He is the author of How to Survive the Coming Retirement Storm, a five-step process for success in volatile times. And he is a retirement and financial planning expert and consultant. And this book is just really helpful because he's come up with a different kind of way to look at it. And one of the things that you also say is, I mean, there's a lot of numbers that are going around because, you know, I until I read this, I never really thought about it. So many people look at retirement and think, well, I really need X amount of dollars per month to live. Right now it costs me $5,000 a month to live, for example. So you think that if you put that away in retirement, it's going to be okay. But we don't know there's the what ifs, and a lot of that depends on health situation and as you were saying earlier other other things that could happen whether you know you have a something falls apart in your house or a family member gets ill or whatever so just depending on the income that you have now or what you need now is not a good benchmark and this is why the LPOD dashboard that you uh, have created in how to survive the coming retirement storm is so useful I wanted to ask you about Social Security and Medicare. It seems like everybody has conflicting ideas on this. And in your book, How to Survive Coming Retirement Storm, 
you actually, even though you say you need to look at your own situation, I felt like you were saying with Social Security, it might behoove you to take it earlier rather than later, even though you get less up front. But then at least you're not having the risk that you're going to die before you use it. Did I understand that right, Robert? Or is that just another scenario that we just got to look at carefully? No, I think you, you're understanding, <clears throat> excuse me, you're understanding it right, but there's another element to it. And this is the part that everybody seems to miss. Whenever I read these other articles and uh, various financial uh, magazines, newspapers and all that, they, they try to equate wait and take your Social Security later because it's like a pay raise. So instead of getting 1000 a month, you get uh, 1200 a month or whatever the figures might be. The thing that none of them ever right, talk about. Right, that's always what you read. Pardon? Yeah. Well, no, the, that's the thing... exactly what people read. That's why I was in trance. I really liked what you were saying here because you gave a different viewpoint that really makes me stop and ponder. Okay, let's find, hear about this. So, yes, please continue on that. Yeah, and what the, the thing that everybody misses out on in all these articles is that if you delay your Social Security from age 62 to 66, that would be four years of getting payments. So you could have over $100,000 in your pocket before you even hit that higher age. And having that money in your pocket would means you either could have spent it, which means you don't have to take it out of your savings, or you just could have saved it. So now you're age 66, you get less per month, but you got $100,000 in your pocket. That's more than enough to offset the pay raise that you would get if you waited till 66 or beyond. And with some of the numbers that we use, it takes about 18 to 20 years for you to break even. So if you take the higher wait to take the higher dollar amount, you won't really be better off financially, assuming Social Security is still there, for 20 years till you're 85, 86. So people really do need yes, to see, I like your I like your perspective. I do. I think this was, I, the, to me, this was an absolute emerald in your book because I thought, gee, you know, if you had a high mortgage, you could pay it down if you uh, wanted to invest it. And just as you said, you would, it was, it's like having money in the hand is, what's that old saying? Money in the hand is better than two in the bush or a bird I, in the I hand. Think it's with is, birds. Is, yeah, it was birds, right. Well, I mean, who, who holds the bird? But anyway, the, I thought that was a great idea, and I've never, ever read that anywhere. You're the first person who's talked about it. So I felt that was really important. And also Medicare, that seems to be something that everyone is very confused about. And you made it very easy in here in talking about A, B, C, and D. And also how, I mean, is the system still funded is it i know there's four million retirees happening every year now so there's got to get to a point that you know it's costing all of us more all the time so we can't really depend on these services we have to start saving and doing other things on our on our as as a long lifer now to make sure that later we're okay precisely and looking at and we've analyzed the medicare from a very realistic perspective, took out the happy assumptions the, the government has done, and in a sense, the system is bankrupt. There's not enough money there. So the question becomes politically, what are they going to do? And if they will either raise premiums or they'll cut back the, the money they reimburse doctors, which means you either won't get service uh, or you're going to wait a very long time. So if you're going to get this under control in your life, one of the things that's important is to be able to understand how you currently spend money, uh, 
And then if you get a shock to the system, you can adjust how you spend to absorb some extra cost that gets shifted to you. One of the things I tried to, which I repeated several times in the book, which I'm hoping people will begin to get, is one of the best ways to control your medical costs and to keep those costs low is to stay healthy and stay out of the system. <laughs> Do your exercise, exactly. Although, diet, and- get your flexibility, and don't even go into the system is probably the best budget approach you could take. And. You know, and you did say this throughout the book, and of course that is so so critical. And of course, then you also wrote you could be really healthy and out playing tennis, but then you could twist your knee and you'd need an ACL replacement, and you know, then you're in the system. So even if you're staying really healthy, there might be an accident that so that we always do have to be prepared. Now you have another process that um, offers a disciplined, consistent approach to managing your retirement called Poise. P-O-I-S-E. So it was a very simple uh, word to help people. Let's go through those steps so that, because I thought this was was also extremely helpful, giving people um, triggers to remember what they can do now to, you know, to stay healthy and to be on track, I think is very beneficial. So tell us about POISE. Okay, the POISE is the acronym for personal uh, others, income, savings, and evaluation. And on the personal, when you start looking at your retirement, is to separate yourself from everything else and decide what is it that you want to do, what is it that you want to accomplish in your life, and what are those things, which could be learning how to play the guitar, it could be doing some travel, it could be volunteering, it could be personal growth. But these are the things that are going to be for you and your own personal well-being. One of the things that's going to happen if you're working is that when you retire, you're not going to have the camaraderie of work friends. You're not going to have this mental activity going on where you're always thinking about work. Uh, now you've got all this empty space, so what are you going to do with it? So you need to be able to decide what happens personally and what you want, and that drives the whole system because you should determine what you want to do that brings you joy in life rather than saying, uh, I have to contain my retirement because I have X amount of dollars. Then you just miss out on the joys of life. So now you can decide what are the things that are going to make you happy. And once you kind of figure out those things, you can figure out what it costs. The O is for others. One of the things that happens, especially for, it's it's a much greater fear for women in my practice, is that they outlive their husbands or outlive their friends. And what you don't want to be is isolated and alone when you're well into your 80s. So others then become, what is it you're going to do? Uh, to make your environment more enjoyable. Do you have kids? Do you have grandkids? A spouse? How do you deal with your friends? You've got both an intimate uh, type of relationship you need to maintain according to the, uh, the social studies. You need a relationship, which means you need to have some friends, and then some people like to be part of a bigger organization. And the income, once you figure out those, you know what's going on in your life. Now you can figure out how much income you need. Then you compare that to the income that you have available. That's in your savings. Uh, which I also kind of align with the L-Pod. That's the engine of your L-Pod. And then ultimately what the trick is in turbulent times is you need to be able to evaluate what's going on. Uh, so you need to measure where you are today, and then three months from now you can measure where you're at. Then you can see if you're making progress or not making progress. And this keeping this simple system, once you set it up, doesn't take much more than a couple hours or an hour a month, and you're on top of it. Then you can sit here, you look at the dashboard, you have this process in place. You can say, gee, I'm fine. 
You spend your hour, you go back and live your life. You're not running around with all these financial anxieties and worries in the back of your head because you've made a conscious decision of being aware of where you're at at the moment. And that's where you can really create some Well, I love it. I just love it that you are concerned and helping people have a happy, prosperous, healthy retirement. Because as you said earlier, if you're just having to to uh, minimize your life because you don't have the dollars to spend to do the fun things that you work so hard to do, then, you know, life is going to be miserable. So we want to have a happy retirement. So we have to survive this coming storm. The author's Robert Margetic, M-A-R-G-E-T-I-C, the book, How to Survive the Coming Retirement Storm. It's a five-step process for success in volatile times. Robert, I want to give out your website so people can contact you. They can get the book. Also, uh, you work as a financial planner, and you work with uh, companies and a consulting, and you know you do strategies for for everyone: attorneys, accountants, anyone. So, robertmargetic.com, M-A-R-G-E-T-I-C. RobertMargetic.com. Do you want to wrap it up? Do you want to leave us with a final final word? Because this avalanche, this earthquake, this hurricane, whatever it is, it's on its way, and we just need to act now if we want to survive it. I think one final thing to keep in mind is I just see so many people get focused on numbers, what they spend or how much savings they have. You need to realize that that's just the scoreboard, and you don't have control over the scoreboard. So if you're watching a game, you can see the score, but that's not where the action is. The action's in the field. And so what you'll make your life a lot simpler if you focus on what's in front of you and what you can control rather than watching the scoreboard the rest of your life. And those little steps of doing the right thing each day, you'll find you'll become financially secure and you'll have a much happier, prosperous retirement. I love it. Let's have a happy, prosperous life and an even happier, more prosperous retirement. And you can do it with Robert Margetic and his book, How to Survive the Coming Retirement Storm. Thank you, Robert, for sharing your expertise and all this information on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. It's something that we all need to learn and have. So we, you, will, we, we appreciate it. So thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right. We'll we'll talk again soon when we come back from break. Nad Phillips will be with us, and he is the author of The Work Life Project for Women. Stay with us. I'll be right back. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com You can express yourself. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? 
Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take world talk radio on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market be the star you are you are the star turn up the volume grab a seat and get ready to be challenged inspired and motivated to greatness It's Power Party Time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Well, thank you so much for being here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, where we bring you the authors and experts who expand your horizons and jumpstart your life. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 charity dedicated to increasing literacy, positive media, and offering tools for living. Make sure to tune in to our new teen show, Express Yourself, that airs Tuesdays at noon on the Voice America Kids Network. The charity is supported solely by your generous donations, so keep the entrepreneurial endeavors on the air, and thank you all for contributing to Be The Star You Are. You can go to btsya.com or be the star you are dot org. Well, Guta said, before you can do something, you must be something. An international coach, author, and trainer, Nad Phillips, uses a positive psychology approach to coaching success. Nad has launched two startups. He was an international manager with a major multinationals. He served as European vice president to ISA. He's a senior consultant with Seagos and an honorary professor at ESSEC Business School. He's definitely multicultural. He's coached hundreds of clients on three continents, including Olympic champions. And he currently lives in one of my favorite places in all the world, Le Paris. Paris, France. His newest book is Work Life Project. It's the women's edition. Bonjour, Ned. Bienvenue, or star style, be the star you are. Welcome. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Well, I am was so excited. I'm always really thrilled when I can have a wonderful guest from another country on, but especially from 
France. And you're, <laughs> this book that you have written is fascinating. And it's such, it, this is a book that uh, people will be able to keep on their desk or by their bedside or on the, you know, on the shelf, but they have to use it all the time because it's like a living document. Now, in order to be, to do, to have, and to give, we have to start by being mindful. And be, mindfulness is something you talk a great deal about. Tell us how uh, people can start by being mindful and in the present with who they are. Okay. So basically, uh, you know, mind, mind, mindfulness is, uh, is, is a way for us to, uh, to be aware and to make to make uh, our choices in a conscious way and it's actually a, a very easy practice i mean you can either practice mindfulness sitting on a mat or basically you can practice mindfulness in your daily chores or if you you're doing anything for the sake of the activity itself so it doesn't have to be uh, it doesn't have to be uh, through through breathing, and actually there are two ways to to, to use my mindfulness. One way is actually to to center oneself, but another way is actually when you're when you are meditating among others, and this is actually uh, in order for you to become more vigilant. Well, you talk about spending a certain number of minutes every day. Uh, where we stop listening to that chatter in our head and we really reflect on ourselves and go inside so yes. that, that we can be clearer. And I just know I've done this for a long time and it really does help me be in the present tense and to be in my body and, and to uh, create better habits uh, for myself. You were saying that 80% of what we do is habit, but we can replace bad habits with good ones and have a new habit when we learn to be mindful of what's going on around us. Tell us a little bit more about that, how flourishing is the result of following your calling and expressing who you are and, you know, being mindful about everything. Yeah, it's true. Because if, 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 uh, if you don't examine your life, if you don't know how, how you function, if you, if you don't know how you take your decisions, if you don't know when you change your, your mind, Actually, you'll be living life uh, as if it were the life of somebody else. But once you start reflecting about yourself, once you start understanding yourself, once you understand what are your values, what are your strengths, uh, uh, what gives you life, what gives you vitality, what are your passions, what are your interests, and once you, you have a really intimate understanding of your espoused values and your operating values, you start knowing uh, why you're doing things, why you behave the way you behave. And you start making a link between what you think, what you feel, and the way you act. And actually, you cannot understand the way you act or the way you behave unless you really, really understand how you see or how you frame a certain situation. That means, what is your vantage point? How did you understand it? Why do you feel the way you feel about about this situation? And once you, 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 you learn to make the link 
between what you see, what you feel, you will start understanding how you behave the way you behave, and you will start also understanding other people. Why do they behave this way? And most of the time, if you're, if you're only looking at the behavior, you will not be able to understand the intention, you will not be able to understand the underlying hypothesis, you will not be able to understand the motivations, and you will not be able to understand the person. And I wanted to ask you about the intention behind motivation, because this is a big part of your book, Work Life Project, and this is addition for women, is to question your intention behind your motivation before leaping into action. So when we're questioning our intention, how does goal setting come into play here? How does that decision, how does the decision to have a goal and your intention, how do they work together, Nad? Well, that's a good question. Actually, you know, intention is like a, a, a premeditation of sorts. Uh, so, uh, I, and I always advise my coaches to constantly think about uh, about their intentions. And uh, a, a very, uh, you know, can, I can give you an example. For, for instance, I, I remember the, this person who was upset because uh, her boss told her something unpleasant in a meeting. And then, and then she, uh, obviously she was upset and, and, and she, she felt like she had to make him feel bad, like she, like she felt bad. And when, when, when we questioned her intention, and I told her, if, if your intention is to make him feel bad, you, you behave in this way and you get into a vicious circle with, with the person, it will get to nowhere. But if your intention is, is to say, I don't want to be treated this way, I want to be I want to, to be respected, then you will behave in a different way because you're gonna start asking yourself the good questions. Why did he do what he did with me? And what will be the best way for me to convey my message, to make him understand what, what he did, and to succeed in my final objective. So your intention will once you understand your intention, you will see that your behavior will change and your objectives will be in service, in service of what you want to achieve. Well, with that, uh, with the intention, I think that's also part of something else that you discuss in your book, Work Life Project, and that is listening. Because listening is not just to focus on the content of what's being said, because so much of being a good listener is nonverbal skills. So how, yes. and, and something I wanted to mention to our listeners is in Nad Phillips' book, we're talking to Nad Phillips, he's the author of Work Life Project, and he is a multinational, multicultural coach throughout the world. He travels and lives in many countries, speaks many languages, and helps many different people. But with, with the whole idea of listening, it's structure and logic and emotional construct, etc. Um, and we have to learn how to listen in a particular way. Talk to us a little bit about the power and the importance of listening. Yes. So uh, the, the the problem is that we are all convinced that we can listen. So obviously we we can hear. And and the best metaphor I, I like I like to give to people is. I tell them, if you're not a musician and you're listening to a piece of music, what will you be able to catch in this piece of information? 
maybe maybe you you will get the rhythm, maybe you will get uh, the the melody. But if I ask a musician to listen to to this same piece, he will be able to get the melody, the harmony, the notes, the the touch, the instruments, the way the music was played, whether it was played correctly or not, etc., etc. So when we have a trained ear, we know what to listen for. And when you are listening to somebody, you are actually listening to the structure of his thinking. You are not listening to the content. You are you are listening to what will give the content uh, its meaning. So so a very a very very good way to listen actively is once you are listening to your once you are listening to somebody, you are just mentally trying to distinguish between what are the facts, what are the judgments, what are the opinions, what are the values and beliefs. And obviously, the part that has uh, the, the, the most interesting information is his opinions, his judgments, his values. And this gives you a lot of information about the, the person. And it gives you an idea about how he's looking at things, how, why is he feeling the way he's feeling. And then finally when you look at content, then it starts making sense. And something also very, very important is that if the person is, is congruent, that means if what he's saying is congruent with the way he's saying it, it's reinforcing his message, it, this person will be credible and you will, you will believe him. But the moment you, you start noticing that uh, the way he's, he's saying things and uh, the content and they are they are they are they are not aligned, then you start you start wondering whether he's telling you the truth. It's, and that is so that is so true. Another thing that I uh, really appreciated in your book, and again, we're talking with author and coach Nad Phillips. It's N A D Phillips. And the name of his book is Work Life Project, and this is the women's edition, is you have been influenced and inspired through writings of all kinds of of people throughout history, whether it was, you know, Aristotle or Napoleon Hill. And I'm the same way. I love quotes and I love living by these. I think they're so great. So one thing that you say to really be able to be better, to do better, to have to give is to read autobiotic, uh, autobiographies of of your heroes or people who have accomplished things in life. I think that's such a great idea because it, we don't have to reinvent the wheel, but we can always get a little treasure from the way someone else has lived their life and how they related and how they belonged in society. Yes, absolutely true. Well, I, I always advise people one when they are doing developmental work, to to have a, a companion, to have somebody that will stir their emotion, to have uh, somebody that will, will get their their mind their mind flowing, and it it helps a lot to to do work on yourself when you are in the company of of uh, intelligent people, when you are in the company of of beauty, when you are in the company of poetry. It, it touches our humanity and it, it just opens up and makes it, makes it much easier 
to do reflection work. Well, this is why we need it's why we need a buddy or a mastermind group to be part of. It helps, and and it's another reason why we really need coach. I a coach. I call it power partners, but you know we need them for sounding boards and for feedback and to be your greatest cheerleader or your advocate and just to yes. keep us on purpose. Well, Nat, I want to give out your website. The name of the book is Work Life Project, and this is the edition for women so that you can define your work life project, you can discover yourself, you can project your dream, you can you know, model and design the correct pathway, and you can realize your strengths and realize your shortcomings at the same time. The website is coachnad.com and that's nad with a n-a-d coachnad.com so uh, would you give us would you wrap it up we're running out of time nad and just give us like a a final something final that you'd like to say about work life project and how we can all be do have and give Uh, well as, 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 as a final note I would like to to use this uh, beautiful quote. Hello, by uh, no, keep going. You're right. Uh, okay. You're fine. <laughs> by uh, by by good. That means you have to be some, you have to be before you can do. Because when you are before before you do, you will do it from a place of authenticity. You'll do it from a place of credibility, and it will come out of your heart. Well, it's it's as Aristotle said, you have this in your book, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, therefore, is not an act but a habit. Well, Nad, thank you so much for being on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Please go to coachnad.com, and you can see his book. You can see how he coaches, sign up for his consultations. It has been a pleasure. Au revoir, mon ami. Au revoir. The pleasure was mine. Uh, <laughs> merci, merci. À la prochaine fois. Vive <laughs> la France. Vive la France. Thank you all for being great listeners and staying here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We'll be back with you next week. And until then, celebrate life, be the star you are, and go out into the world, smile, have fun, and be wild and crazy. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and I thank you for joining me. Merci, merci, merci. Au revoir. Bonne nuit. Au revoir. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our Power Party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo... The Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You are.